Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed to higher trade in the green markets here early on Tuesday morning uh, following the long holiday weekend. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures unchanged at 5.24. November soybeans are up eight and three quarters at $13 and three quarters. December Chicago wheat up three cents at 7.29 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat up five and a quarter at 7.28 and a quarter. December spring wheat is up two at 9.14 and a half. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or a review if you have not already. That would be much appreciated. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, hit that subscribe button. We're up to almost 2,800 subscribers. Uh, my goal is to get up to 5,000. Help me to do that. If you are watching this consistently, uh, hit the like button on these videos as well, guys. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website. Click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. For 49 bucks a month, I've got a subscription service that includes a ton of information. You'll get my my morning email that goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. There is a text message service that accompanies this, as well as uh, all my subscriber-only videos and content, any sort of consulting that you might need. This is an information service. You don't need a trading account. You don't need to be a futures or options trader. Um, this is geared uh, toward cash-only marketers in, in, in some respects. You really don't need to, to be a trader to participate in this if you're looking for some additional information. Uh, this is a monthly deal. Cancel it at any time, guys. No questions asked. As I've said before, I will not try to sell you anything else. Uh, to get into some of the headlines here this morning, uh, we do have a USDA report this week. On Friday morning at 11 a.m. Central Time, USDA will release its monthly crop production and WASDE report. Uh, anything's on the table here, guys. Adjustments to the U.S. production numbers, global production numbers, uh, demand numbers, uh, pretty much everything on the table here. Now, ahead of the report, traders in general, according to a Reuters poll, expect the U.S. corn yield at 175.8, which would be up from 174.6 last month. The U.S. soybean yield also expected to rise 50.4 bushels per acre is the estimate, up from 50 even last month. Uh, there's also some discussion regarding acreage. Some traders expecting increased acreage numbers for both corn and soybeans following uh, recent FSA data and also an announcement from USDA last week. Now, maybe on that same note here, uh, well-followed group IHS Market, or uh, previously Informa, they pegged the U.S. corn yield at 175.4, which is actually down from their previous estimate of 176.5. The interesting thing about their numbers in their report is this. They're actually in, um, projecting an increased overall production number despite a lower yield because they're projecting a much larger acreage number. Uh, their analysis of the acreage situation implies an increase of 1.75 million acres of corn uh, in perhaps in, in this report or maybe in future reports. So despite the fact that um, uh, the group is, is projecting a lower corn yield versus their previous estimate, they're projecting higher production because of a big increase to, to the U.S. corn acreage number as they see it. They also adjusted their soybean acreage number higher by 550,000. So the uh, the talk is out there, guys, and this is nothing new, that uh, the acreage numbers may rise. This is this is news that's almost a month old now following that August FSA report. So there could be some really interesting stuff in this report on Friday, uh, not only in regard to yield, but also in regard to acreage. Brazil has suspended beef exports to China amid two cases of atypical mad cow disease. Uh, there's apparently two different types of mad cow disease here. This atypical form it occurs naturally in older animals. The one that we get more worried about is, is BSE, which is, of course, transmitted um, via feed. But uh, in any case, there's there's been a suspension here, but it doesn't sound like Chinese importers are too worried. They're still making purchases. This appears to be a like it's going to be a short-lived thing, but uh, we don't know that for sure. 
This week is going to be mostly dry for the U.S. Corn Belt and for the Plains. We had a dry weekend. You look at the map here of what we saw here. This is the last 72 hours in terms of precipitation. Uh, really nothing for the Dakotas, not much for southern Minnesota, really nothing for Iowa. Uh, Nebraska caught a little bit of rain over the weekend. Kansas into Missouri into southern Illinois, and then the eastern Corn Belt caught some rain. You look at the forecast for the next seven days here, and there's really nothing. I mean, uh, the entire Plains, the Dakotas through Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, not much of anything. Um, same thing for most of the Corn Belt, maybe a little bit of this kind of central portion of Illinois, northern Indiana, Michigan may catch some rain. Uh, rains are slated to return to the Corn Belt Monday next week, so we're going to go a week or so here uh, without much in terms of uh, rainfall for the Corn Belt and also for the Plains. China is canceling some Black Sea barley shipments, and this is a story that that has some traders and analysts concerned regarding Chinese feed demand uh, via imports. China's expecting uh, a big corn crop this year, and um, I think that some of these cancellations are, are perhaps a red flag to some people. Uh, what's concerning to me, and I've, I've talked about this before, uh, China made these huge purchases of new crop U.S. corn back in May, and they've got a record book of U.S. corn purchases um, out there right now, new crop purchases, corn that they bought for new crop forward delivery. But they haven't made a purchase of U.S. corn since May. They, they've gone essentially the entire summer uh, without making a new purchase of U.S. corn. So this is um, a, a, a concern for some people, I think. I think there are a lot of traders out there who think that China's corn imports this year are, are not going to live up to what they did uh, last year, despite some fairly lofty USDA projections. Um, so this is a situation that we need to monitor here. Friday's unemployment report was disappointing. The U.S. economy added only 235,000 jobs in August. The expectation was 733,000. Unemployment uh, fell to 5.2%, which is the lowest print of the, whatever you'd call the post-COVID era. It was down from 5.4 in July. The stock market finished about unchanged on Friday. Uh, my quick editorial comment here in regard to the stock market is this. Um, seems like no matter what news we get, it's it's seen as good news by the market. If you get good news, um, you know, falling unemployment rates or you get a good jobs number, the market rallies. But if you get bad news, the market rallies too, because the bad news tells the market that the Fed's not going to taper, that they're going to be slower to raise interest rates. It's like it's really hard to hurt this market right now with the way that um, the Fed has, has their monetary policy set up. Um, it, it should be noted here when talking about unemployment and jobs that a lot of people are going to lose these enhanced uh, unemployment benefits here or lost them over the weekend. So that may uh, help put some more people back to work. The uh, cattle market uh, did not have a great week last week. Uh, cash cattle was, what, 123 to 124 in the south, 126 up north, so nothing surprising uh, late in the week. The box beef market was down a little bit. Ahead of the cash open um, here this morning, we've got the U.S. dollar up a little bit. The S&P's up about three points. The Dow's up 40. The bonds are down almost a full handle. Gold's down 22 bucks. Crude oil is down 82 cents in the October WTI contract at 68.48. Everybody have a wonderful day today. Have a wonderful week. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.